Here we are. We're talking about metastasis episode mandala, which and I don't know. I don't have the episode number in front of me, but high teens, I think, and it was with a kid on a BMX bike. Uh, looks like he's having fun. He's doing some tricks, going off the, you know, do, go, having you know, BMX fun. And the next thing we have is uh, a combo, but his name in the show is Gordo. Which I said, well, a combo is less demeaning than Gordo, I think. But he's he's doing his business, uh, watching his corner. He's more in a park or open area than a corner. He's drinking. At first, I thought he was drinking a shake, but I think it might be a soda. And then he deals. He 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 he's doing his his dealing, and then he kind of deals with some guys that kind of give him a look like like it's trouble. I noticed he was wearing an HCS jersey, and the guys pull around, they're watching him. One of the guys plays with Rubik's Cube, believe it or not. And then they drive, oh, and then they drive off, and then uh, a kid on, the kid on the bike shows up in the scene. And then Gordo, Gordo says, you know what, I, I've had, a, I'm, I'm starting, a, he's starting over, he, he did a little, uh, and he said, you know, I'm going to try a new way of life. So, so he went off. He said goodbye to his old life. And then the show opens. And we have Walt and, doc, and the doctor and CLO. Uh, CLO's in red, I noticed. Uh, but it'd be tough not to notice. But I, I took the time to take a note on it. And they're talking about options, I could tell. It seemed like they are talking about money, lots of money. Three million pesos, as a matter of fact. And then Walt's like, let's do it. And Cielo's like, what? And he's like, well, for the baby, you know, let's keep, let's, let's, let's take it. So the next, you know, let's take this treatment to the next level for the baby. And then someone says, okay, see. And then Walt's at a class and he, the phone rings. It's hidden in the electrical box. And again, for a criminal mastermind, and I've already complained about this. Uh, but it really, you know, Walt really gets, I mean, I said, that is a, I mean, maybe a stash spot while you're at work. But even then, like, uh, I mean, come on, man. I mean, and I wonder, like, Walt, you know, like we return to the one of the greatest scenes in Breaking Bad when Jesse says, you know, Jesus, we break bad. No one breaks the bad this old or whatever he says. Was that true? Like, Walt it just doesn't have a lot of uh, uh, experience being devious. So it's like, okay, well, I'll put it in the ceiling. I'll put it in this electrical box. Uh, because, you know, this is, just, you know, bad kid 101. I, I was, you know, I said, geez, I learned not to stash stuff there. Uh, and now, I, or maybe he's smarter because I guess I would stash stuff and then I wouldn't even know where it was. Uh, you know, uh, a men's alert, mom. I, I know I was thinking at one point I lost, I took, uh, I took a part of ring. I was hoping that was cubic zirconia because I wanted to be a spy and cut glass. Unfortunately, and please don't laugh hysterically. I think I was at least 16 to 17 years old when I did this, not 12. But at one point I said, well, if I'm going to be a spy, a super spy, I need to learn, you know, cutting glass. And now's the time to do it. 
And so I took apart a diamond, some sort of ring. Please, I hope it wasn't valuable. I remember she was looking for it later, weeks later, and I had stashed the the the, the rock. I think it was cute, but I guess that's probably not cheap either. What a terrible child I was. And then, I, unfortunately, right away I learned, okay, this doesn't cut glass like the movies. It scratches glass. So I said, okay, I, I put it, I hit it somewhere because I said, well, it needs work, you know. And then I also I said, I need one of those suction cup things, you know, to take the glass. But I said, man, once I can cut glass, all my, you know, I still get into this mindset. But, you know, once I can cut glass, that's it for my problems. They'll be solved. And I still tell myself stuff like that all the time. I said, but she said, all this anxiety, when I can cut glass, all these problems connecting with other humans, all these problems with this and that. Although, once I can cut glass, I'll be a super spy and everything will be fine. But really, I just stashed that little rock, please, again. But And then I stashed it too good. I'm surprised it never turned back up, I guess, again. And also, I can't find Snaggletooth, one of my Star Wars from figures from when I was a little kid, or Sabretooth. I stashed him in this rock wall. We had a ceremony for him. You know, he was, the Empire had taken him. But then I could never find him again. Very disappointed about that, too. Anyway, Jose, he breaks the news on Gordo to uh, Walt when Walt finds the phones ringing. And him and uh, Sweaty Mohawk are together. And they're talking, and Sweaty's like, hey, what, what about Heisenberg, man? We, you know, he needs to, You guys need to deal with this situation. We're losing workers. And Jose seems to, re- Jose seems to re- reason it all away. And Sweaty's Listo, he's ready to some Listo. What is that to? I know it's somewhere in the back of my mind, but him and Jose can't come to any kind of uh, terms. And so he says goodbye. This is goodbye. And then we have a scene with Walt, Jose, and Saul. And Walt's yelling at Jose. Jose's yelling back at him. Saul's trying. He says, kids, come on, cut this out. You guys are acting like little kids. And he said, get under control. He also has a magnifying glass in this scene. He's doing some magnification of stuff. And he said, what the hell, what the hell is that? Uh, magnifying glass. You know, I mean, I like it, but I, it was, uh, I don't know. It was, I found it, uh, I guess a lawyer, you know, you read the fine print. Uh, Willie Wonka once said it and, and Saul took it serious. And that was legal terms. So maybe he, I don't know if he, I doubt he works for Willy Wonka. But maybe he works for some like Willy Wonka wannabe. Wonka wannabe. And then Saul wonders about the cops. He's got some kind of plan. Then he's like, how much math you got? And they say, some kind of, some amount of kilos. He said, he goes, grams? What? He goes, kilos. He goes, kilos. And Saul's like, well, I can play middleman, you know, to that. I know a friend who knows a friend who knows a friend. Amigo, amigo, amigo. And then we have Jose. The next scene, Jose's at home with Juana, and he's smoking, Jose. He's very stressed. He's got the sniffles. And he wants to do some serious drogas. He says, fuma a mess. Uh, I, need, I need to. She says, don't. 
he says I need to. He still has the sniffles, even though that's not his for you know that's not his advice. But and then she goes to leave, but then she's like she you know, she's like I don't want to be a part of this. But then she gets to the door and she decides to stay. He goes upstairs while she and then she goes upstairs and then we're outside Los Pollos Hermanos. Uh, and Walt's looking around. Oh, no, I thought it was an outside restaurant. We'll come to I said, is that an outside restaurant? Uh, but later we'll learn that it's not. Or I guess you just learned it now. It, it just has the most wonderful natural light. And in the second run through, I noticed the wind, it has like two-story glass on one side of the restaurant. That made it feel like it was like this wonderful outdoor and I said, I would love to eat, and I love, uh, I love uh, chicken. Uh, fried chicken is one of my favorite dishes. So I was like, man, what a great place to eat, you know, natural light, ch- fried chicken. Uh, they, they even have, uh, what do they call it, bubbly water. But Jose shows up, there's a dude in a chicken suit. Uh, Walt's very mad, as usual, with Jose. Manager stops by to see them, hint, hint. And Jose is uh, pushed, pushed, he's pushing Walt, not physically, but uh, verbally. Is that what I wrote? It looks like pushed. I think it's pushed. Walt's mad, and then Jose bails, and then the chicken comes up to Walt and kind of shakes its tail feather for Walt. And then Cielo's at her ultrasound. It's like, oh, another week or two. Walt shows up late. The the doctor or the tech is like, baby looks good. And she says, it's time to talk about the cesarean. And well, and then afterwards, after the doctor's office, Walt and Cielo kind of walk and talk, and they say ciao. And I really like the ciao. That's a wonderful. It reminds me of Italy. Uh, ciao, pronto. I think that's what they say in Italy too when they answer the phone. Pronto. And then we have a shot of Jose's apartment. It's kind of trash. There's uh. Fuck? What does that mean? Oh, food. Food. My D looks like a K. There's beer. There's meth. You got Yana in bed. And it's all lovey-dovey. And then she's like, well, let me smoke a little more. And then we're at the office at Bernicke Silva Construction. Bernicke and Breaking Bad. Silva, I think. Silva. 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 Is a B in the middle, a V, a B in the middle? A, they're having a surprise for Ted. They got to figure out, I'm not sure his name's Ted, though. But it's a happy birthday, and then he makes a speech, and then he makes yellow. He's like, I want you to be part of the ceremony. I was like, I didn't remember this. For good reason, I guess, because it's a little bit different in the Breaking Bad. But he says, hey, I want you to be a part of this, and then they dance. And he says, it's like a birthday dance. And uh, they play the music, but for uh, Cielo, the music changes and uh, everything slows down. I also noticed they had Indi- in- something cola, Findicola, fin- something cola, Indicola. But when they were dancing, their eyes were locked. It was very uh, tense and romantic and uh, tense. And then Walt is at school. He's on his phone yelling at Saul, like, no, no, and Walt making demands, and then Saul's like, no. 
And then Walt's like, yeah. And then he, Walt goes, he takes it. I said, he took a cab back to uh, Los Pollos Hermanos. Which I was like, what? Okay, what's that? And then he kind of sits and eats and looks around. He he was having like chicken and potatoes. Kind of like new potatoes. Or those people from Syracuse, New York, the salt potatoes. Or like little Yukon, baby Yukons, maybe. And then Walt goes up, he buys one more drink, and he makes eye contact with an old guy. But then that guy, he's like with his family. But Walt almost went over to him. And then he waits, and then he watches the manager, and then Walt gets another drink. Really? Did he get two more drinks? I guess so. And Walt tells the manager, he says, hey, siente And he talks to the manager, who plays kind of dumb. Yo, Cree, no. And Walt gives him a little speech, which, I, you know, it was above my level of understanding. Oh, wait, no, maybe not. He says it's a good opportunity. The guy calls him Senor Blanco. So he's like, oh, boy, he knows your name. And then Walt kind of brags on his product. He's like, I got 16 kilos. And the guy stands. He says, good night. Walt's pissed, of course. Then we're back at Silva. Silva. Uh, Sila's going over the books. She's all been out of shape about the books. And she's like, hey, we're screwed, uh, Ted. And Ted's like, I don't I don't know. I'm just, you know, he goes, I don't know what you mean. Uh, I notice his jeans don't really fit him. Uh, I don't know why. I, I didn't put if they're, t- I think they're probably a little too big. Because if they're too tight, I probably would have been like, you know, made a joke about it. Uh, well, that's weird, though, that I noticed that, huh? I mean, I noticed clothing a lot on the show because uh, you get, you know, when you don't know the language, you get to, especially I know I'm going to watch it twice. But Cielo says something about this is illegal and it's simple and it's serious and Ted sits and then he talks about his dad and he's like, please, Cielo. And she's like, this is a big deal. You need to understand and then he says, okay, but listen to me. And then Ciel's like, I got to get out of here. And then she really, because she gets to the door and there's a sliding door. And she really has trouble getting the door open and getting through the door. I think it was a heavy door. And I, I'm going with the assumption that everything is intentional, you know. So they chose that maybe to show, like to set up what, what happens later. But she, she, she really had trouble getting through the door there. And then Ted gets really mad. He sweeps everything off his desk. He walks by her office and he pauses. He's not sure what he's going to do. And then we have Sweaty Mohawk, uh, whose name is Tripa. Uh, and he's in a suit. He's at Gordo's uh, going away thing, uh, going away party. And uh, he calls Jose, who's hiding out at home, uh, smoking a little bit and hanging with Juana. And she kind of pauses. She says, hey, I got this, uh, I went to the 99 cents where I got some, or, you know, got some fun stuff to play around with. And he said, what? She said, oh, it's like this big girl activity kit. And he says, okay, let's do it. And then Walt's phone rings. His ringer's on. He's teaching school and his phone's ringing. And it's like, holy mackerel. And then he's like, hey, everyone tests over, everybody out. And then it's a text message. which It says, Pollo 6B, I think. And Walt says, yes. And then Walt goes 
Is Hefe here to Wana? Well, oh, what goes is the manager here to woman? Is Hefe, is the boss here? He says that to a woman. And she says, I'm the boss here. And then he's like, well, is there some old dude here? You know, I'm looking for an old dude. And she goes, oh, that's Mr. Gustavo. Yeah, he's not around. And he, she says, sorry. And he says, uh, and she says, con mucho gusto, which we know in Colombia, I think it means like with, you know, my pleasure, you know, to, to serve you, you know, con mucho gusto. But it's that, I think, I can't remember what, maybe we'll look up the context again later. But it has a special meaning in Colombia. And then a dude grabs Waldy's leave and he says, uh, here's the deal, see or no. And it seems like a big order, and Walt races to fill it. He races. He's like, oh, boy, like time-sensitive, maybe. Then we have CLO work, and I put baby coming. And then she's like, where's my cell? And then she's like, oh. And then Walt races to Jose's. He bangs and bangs on the door, yells. CLO calls him. Walt sends it to voicemail. And then Walt tries to get in. He's he's acting like a total, you know, he's... He's totally spazzing out, basically. And then he gets in, he sees them asleep on the floor. You know, they're exhausted from all the, the craft. They did some crafting, I think. But it looks like a total den of iniquity, I think, what they say in the old days. And Jose's kind of out of it. Uh, he's, uh, uh, he's so activity over, you know, so much coloring. Well, we did, you know, we did sand art mandalas. And Walt's like, where's the product, man? And Jose is like, uh, and then Walt's looking around. He finds it under the sink. And he's going so fast. And I act like this so I can relate to Walt's uh, uh, over, like, this is when I things tend to go really wrong for me, when I, I get this, like, uh, anxious and frantic. I think that's the right word, frantic. And he's just going too much. He's spilling meth. Uh, his phone's ringing, and then there's a text, the baby's here, and then Walt rolls out. He throws everything in a garbage bag. He rolls out of there. Uh, he's very mad, but he's determined, and then I think that's the end of the episode, so thanks. All right, so we're talking about uh, Season 2, Episode 11, I think, about Mandala for Breaking Bad. And it's tough to believe, again, that... Uh, Another character, legendary character, was already introduced. I mean, I didn't realize this second season was this packed. I, I said, man. And uh, you know, just like, you know, again, it's not until the end. It doesn't take that much of a significance in this episode, but just a level of quality casting on this show. But it opens with the casting of a kid on a bike. It's early in the morning. He seemed more serious than the kid in Colombia was having a little more fun. And then, you know, his combo was drinking the Sizzler soda, super big size. And he's standing kind of near the AP, AP, under a sign for the AP bar, drive up, a drive up bar. Or, you know, the liquor. I said, man, oh boy, good thing I don't live in Albuquerque. I didn't really drive much anyway, but, uh. We go just on the way home. But a car pulls up. He comes doing business. A car pulls up. I was like, is that a Monte Carlo or that really expensive car that looks like a Monte Carlo? Its name I can't think of. I put question mark then. 
but a, like a cool muscle car. Or, I don't know if it's a muscle car, but it looks like a Monte Carlo, but it's a different kind of car. Car people will know what I mean, and they'll be like, you buffoon. They say, well, call me a Bobotus, you know, or a, uh, what, what is it? Uh, I forget. <laughs> Mess that up. I don't even know what the uh, buffoon b- buffoon is in, in this case. But I also noticed uh, he put, you know, Combo's youth in, the, in this situation, and he's watching, uh, and he's talking, and then he calls Pete, Pete, Pete Skinny Pete. Uh, he says, hey, I need some backup over here. I also suppose that it's a very bleak part of town that Combo's in, very bleak and the seasonally bleak. The trees were empty of leaves. And, you know, that, that makes Combo be like, you know what, this life, this isn't for me, this drug dealing. I'm turning over a new leaf like these leaves. And so that's what he does. He says, hey, kid, let's, let's, let's start a new life together. And the kid says, hop on my bags, I'll give you a ride. And they, they head off together. And kind of like a spur-of-the-moment Big Brother program, I guess. And then Walt's in his office, uh, seal the deal. What does that mean? Let me think. Oh, that's with the doctor, and, and he's saying, uh, hey, we, we, let's seal the deal. We'll, let's get it. We, we've treated you, but we could do a lobectomy, and I think we can, you know, take your, take it to the next level. And there was another doctor here, and he's he was an expert at that. Got a great track record. And they're like, well, it sounds aggressive and expensive. And the doctor's like, well, if you don't do this, you know, you just wait, you know, then the cancer is not going to stay in remission. He goes, this could save you instead of just buying you time. And they're like, well, how much? About, about 200 Gs with, with discounts. And all the doctors are like, we're, we're willing to help, but, uh, you know, there's a lot of other expenses, so 200 grand probably. And the other, uh, Scott was like, we should talk about it. And Walt's like, no, there's nothing to talk about. Let's do it. Uh, a couple other things I noticed. There's a nice desert view from the office. There's a bear statue. I think it was in front of the mirror or window. Uh, Skylar strokes her belly, uh, which is always a pleasing thing to watch. And just a nice, a- a- a wonderful acting touch. But you just say, well, gee, I'm trying to comfort myself here. We're talking. I'm trying to comfort the baby. And comfort myself, and maybe even comfort the audience. I don't know. I, I like you know. You know how I love these little things. And then we're at Walt's school. He has the ceiling hiding spot there, which I say this, that might even be worse than the electrical uh, box. You know, especially if you're just doing it. You know, the, I, and I've hidden stuff in both places. But it, like I said, it just it seems like amateur hour to me. Uh, but Walt answers the phone, and Jesse's like, I've called you like 20 times, you know, combo quit. And Walt has the goal to say, which one is he? And Jesse says, you didn't just say that, and he says he hangs up. And then it's Skinny Pete and uh, Jesse talking. I know Skinny Pete looks very skinny. He's got a tucked-in shirt. Like, he's actually, when his shirt is tucked in, he looks skinny. I said, that's why he must be Skinny Pete, uh... Like, he must have, the first time someone named him, he had his shirt tucked in. They were like, holy cow, you're Skinny Pete. And he's like, yeah, Skinny Pete, I like it. And then, you know, it didn't matter if his shirt was untucked after that. He was already Skinny Pete. But Jesse's like, what does this mean for the business and everything? You know, we'll take care of uh, 
And Skinny Pete's like, we, we don't have any respect. And Jesse's like, I need your help. And he's like, well, you know, I'm, I'm gonna, I think I'm going to turn over a new leaf, too. He goes, Badger's laying low in California. I'm on probation. He goes, we don't have the street cred to do this. And Jesse's like, what about that? You know, what about, I thought I had, you know, tough image. And he goes, no, 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 you don't. And he goes, sorry, bud. And then we have Walt, Jesse, and Saul uh, in in Saul's office. Uh, Saul has world's greatest lawyer mug, which is great. And they're talking, and Walt's like, we have a we had a bit of a setback. And Jesse's like, you got to be. I mean, his face is just like, dude, you are. And he's like, well, that's a description of what happened. And then they go back and forth about, you know, who whose fault it is and distribution versus Walt's uh, overreaching. And Saul's like, uh, guys, am I, I'm not your counselor here. He goes, start acting like professionals. He goes, now, setback, go. And Walt's like, what combo left us? And once he quit, everyone was like, these guys, he goes, everyone quit. And so we can't distribute distribute our product. And so I was like, well, can you get caught? And they're like, no, 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 police can't track us back. And he goes, well, there's a silver lining. And he goes, well, what about how's you, how you feeling? How's the cancer stuff? And he's like, okay, it's looking good. He goes, I got some more time. He goes, well, you know, losing workers, you know, people quit. So that's uh, that comes with the territory. Then he goes, product on hand. And they say, uh... Uh, they say, geez, uh, uh, like, we got uh, 38 pounds. Oh, I also noticed uh, Saul's got a nice scales pin, like the scales of justice is a pin, a gold pin. And Walt's still living in a delusion. He goes, uh, yeah, we got 38 pounds. So Saul's like, that's a gold mine. He goes, yeah, but we can't sell it. He goes, we need infrastructure. We need people on the street. We need you know, all layers of uh, operating this business, you know, including in, you know, you know, like uh, it goes all all layers, you know, and uh, and Walt's like that's what we need. And he goes, you know, it's been one step forward, two steps back. He goes, can't you help us, Saul? And Saul's like, are you guys ready for some tough love? And as Walt was talking the whole time, Jesse just got this empty look on his face looking at Walt. And Saul says, are you ready for some tough love? Here it is. You guys are terrible drug dealers. He goes, give up on doing it. And Walt says, we don't want to be involved with anybody like Trump, you know, like we were in the past. And he goes, you need a business. We need to make a business situation. He goes, somebody uh, uh, treats your product like a high-level commodity that it is. And, you know, they're, they're off-site and experience. He goes, I know a guy who knows a guy who knows a guy. And I'll set it up. And he goes, I'll set up a meeting. Saul does a little bit of a move there. I can't remember what it was. I just put Saul makes a move, dot, dot, dot. And he goes, yeah, this guy, well, it's like, who is this guy? He goes, he is a low down, you know, he keeps a low profile, kind of like you. And then the next thing is, uh, eat it sports. Is that what my handwriting says? Eat it sports. I don't know what that, I, I have no idea what that means. I think eat it sports. 
I don't know. That's what it looks like. It says, and it says Jesse and Jane. And she's trying to care for Jesse, but he's like, I need you to leave. I need you to leave. I think he says it more than once or get out of here. She's like, why don't you come to a meeting with me? And she's she's trying to take care of him and help him. And he's like, no, 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 no. He's like, just get out. Uh, He's like, I don't want any meetings. I just want to be, you know, I do some isolation. And then he goes upstairs and she goes to leave, but she, she can't. She's like, you know, she's torn, I guess. Uh, but she even says, uh, she says, this thing going to help anything, Jesse. And he goes, well, yeah, well, but, you know, get, you know, not in a positive way. Make him forget is what he was looking for. And then we're at Los Polios Hermanos, uh, Walt's there. Uh, Jill is the one who gives Walt his meal. He, Walt gets curly fries. And Walt sits down, he looks around, he's got his calculator watch. Uh, Jesse rolls in, who, he looks terrible. Uh, and then re- real serious, oh, he's wearing a real serious graphic hoodie. Really serious, you know, I said, man, it must have cost way too much. And he's late, and then he's like, well, where's the kingpin? And Walt's like, I don't know. And he goes, well, what's the, he goes, Did you know who he is? And Walt's like, no. He goes, but he knows who we are, so he could be watching us from anywhere. Mostly, just get some food and be quiet. And Jesse's like, we're going to just sit here and look like a chump, eating Happy Meals. And then the legend comes over, the manager, the owner. He says, everything good? And they, well, it's like, fine, thanks. And Jesse's like, this is, he goes, you were going to give up. And now, now you're back in this? And Walt's like, we have 40 pounds to sell. And he goes, and this is Jesse maybe uh, uh, trying to pull himself out. And so he says, what are you going to make? He goes, what about after? Are you going to make up some new number? Like, I got bills. I got to make more. And Walt says, what can I tell you, Jesse? Things have changed. And he goes, I know, because I'm dealing with the consequences of things changing for you. I'm the one that stuff travels downhill and ends up with. And he goes, I'm out of here. And then uh, we have Skylar at our uh, ultrasound, uh, low side of normal. Uh, her fluids are on the low side of normal, so the doctor's like, uh, C-section or not. And Skylar says to her, uh, I, I, they go back and forth and they talk about the benefits and the dates and stuff. Walt shows up late and he uses the traffic excuse and Skylar's like, well, that's why I left early. But everything, you know, they try to they schedule the C-section. Instead of Friday the 13th, they put it on the 16th. And then Skyler's like, I got to go back uh, to work. And Walt's like, there's only an hour left. Aren't you supposed to take it easy? She goes, it's Ted's birthday. I got to get the cake. Uh, then we're at Jesse's house. This place is trash. Jane's in bed, out cold. But Jesse's like, hey, let's go to that museum. Let's do something. And she's like, sure, let me smoke a little of this and let's go. And then we have Ted uh, Bernicke on break. I think that's what I said, or 10 on breaky. And then they're like, yeah, Mr. Bernicke, please come to the shop. Mr. Bernicke, please come to the shop. And then uh, this was a funny scene, uh, like the little bits. And I said, geez, who did, like, uh, you know, were these cool people? Like uh, some of the extras in this scene really nailed it uh, because they're like, happy birthday, Ted. 
And this one woman is very worried about the candle wax getting on the cake. Because uh, Ted's like, oh, yeah, yeah. And they're chit-chatting. She's like, these candles aren't going to hold out, you know, because they're lit. And then someone's like, you got to make a wish. And then Walt say, or not Walt. Ted's like, well, the economy's bad. You know, business is bad. I'm a buffoon. But, you know, I'm still somewhat handsome. And then he kind of looks, so he goes out, hey, Sky, you got to do this for me. And then I was like, what? I still, I couldn't remember what it was. And then the woman is still, she's like, these candles are getting waxed everywhere. Uh, and then Ted's like, come on, Skylar. And she goes, if this is your birthday wish, she goes, this was when I was pregnant in a different life. And Ted's like, come on. And then everybody, and then she does a, a very sultry Marilyn Monroe singing to JFK. And I got to tell you, she did it in a fully present way. No subconsciousness, like her self-conscious or self-critic. She just went right into it. And it was sultry and steamy and wonderful. And obviously Ted probably was like, oh boy, oh goody, goody, goody two shoes. And we get, let me get straight. I don't dislike Ted. I, I, just, I guess I kind of dislike him. He, he somewhat annoys me. But it's just, I love the character. Uh, I don't know if that makes any sense. But at the end of it, even Skyler's like flushed. She, she, so, she was so into it. Uh, she's flushed. And then we have Walt and uh, Saul on the phone. Uh, I think Saul's putting eye drops in. And I, I really was digging his outfit. He had on a mustard shirt, uh, a mustard uh, handkerchief thing or pocket square, and a, a tie with mustard stripes in it. Very... Uh, uh, I said, Jesus, Bob Odenkirk, pick it out because it's a perfect outfit for Saul. Uh, but Walt's like, what happened? We sat there. What happened? And nobody showed up. And Saul's like, you blew it. Uh, he goes, I don't know if he checked you guys out or whatever, but he didn't like the cut of your jib. Uh, so it's a no-go. And Walt's like, what do you mean? He goes, it's no deal, no dice. He goes, you swing, swing and you miss or whatever. And Walt's like, you can't, you know, no, no one does that to me. And uh, Saul's like, this is a cautious guy. You frighten him off. And he's like, Walt's like, no. And, and Saul's like, nope. It's, and he goes, no, Saul, call him. And Saul's like, you don't understand, Walt. I called someone, they called someone, they called someone, they called someone or something. He goes, you had your chance, you blew it. He goes, we'll figure out someone else. And Walt's like, there is nothing, no other option. And Walt was, you know, very irritated, and he hides his phone again. And then he drives back to Poyos. He starts studying people. He's eating his curly fries. He's sitting there with an empty plate. He looks at the manager, and then he makes a move. He's like, hey, can I have five minutes? He goes, can I get a Diet Coke in five minutes of your time? Now, that has never worked for me, by the way, but uh, it worked for, for Walt. He comes over, hey, here's your Coke. He goes, Walt says, have a seat. And he goes, well, it's like, what happened yesterday? He goes, I, I don't understand what you're talking about. He goes, well, I was here waiting to meet somebody. And I believe, a little bit like Neo at this point, uh, it reminded me of Neo. 
Maybe that Neo said that. Or maybe that was what uh, um, uh, Carrie Moss said to Neo, her character, because she, she says, I believe that person was you. And he, Gustavo says, hey, you're confusing me for someone else. He goes, well, so nope. I, I, I goes, I'm not. And he goes, well, why don't you, you have a complaint, put it in the email at, you know, on our website. And Will says, I know the man I was looking for is very careful, a cautious man. Uh, but we're alike. And if we're alike, uh, you should give me another chance. And he goes, we're not alike at all, Mr. White. He goes, you're not a cautious man. Your partner was late. He was high. And Will's like, yeah. And he goes, yeah, he's high off. And he goes, you have a terrible judgment. And I don't work with people with poor judgment. And Will's like, well, I got the best stuff. And he goes, well, that's not the only factor. He goes, well, it's money, man, lots of money. And Will's like, it's about the product, not who. He goes, you'll never have to deal with Jesse. Forget about him. And he goes, you know, he does what I say. I trust him. And he goes, he goes, well, it's like I got a ton of stuff ready to go, man, like 30, 38 pounds. And he goes, like, am I going to hear from you? He goes, uh, well, I got your number. But he goes, you can't trust a drug addict, man. I also put that uh, Gustavo looks a bit like an android in this scene. Like, even the way he sits is android-like and moves as the manager so I'll have to keep observing that. Is he an android? Uh, no. But he could play an android, you know. He, he said he could give da- data, data, a run for his money. And I also love the way uh, his face, as Walt talks, he opens his mouth a little bit. And then he stands when he says, you know, I have the numbers. But he speaks so quietly and powerfully. I loved it. You can never trust a drug addict. Or so, I don't think that's how he said it, but that's how I'm remembering it now. And then we have Ted and Skyler and Ted, they're talking about drips and drabs. That's a nice, for this package, you know, drips and drabs. And he's like, oh, you got me, Tyler. I'm a, or Skyler, I'm a screw-up. Because uh, a little money here, a little money there. And she's like, come on, Ted. Uh, and Ted's like, I'm trying to save the company. He's laying it on thick, and he's, he's like, please, Scott. And she's like, I can't be a party in any of this. He's like, I don't want you to go. And she's like, no. And then we have Jesse smoking. The phone's ring ringing. Pete calls and leaves a message. And he's like, you know, we had a great party for a gore, uh, combo. Everybody represented. Even Badger came in from Fresno. Badger, what a guy. He goes, it was, he goes, it was like emotional. And he goes, we sent him off in this beautiful car, pearl colored car, pearl, pearlescent, I think he says. He goes, similar to Alexis. And he goes, yeah, but I guess you're busy, man. You, you got big stuff going on. Uh, to, why, you know, that's it. Goodbye. Good seeing you. Take care. And then that's when Jane shows up, and she says she's wearing a long black coat. She's got a package, you know, from the 99 cent store. She's got some serious sultriness going on here. And this time, is, I guess they did in Columbia, too. She says, hey, Jesse, have you, she, she says, I got these balloons from the 99 cent store. If you, have you ever, you know, done the high voice thing? And then Jesse says, well, let's like, I could float if I, uh, if we had enough balloons. 
And so Jesse floats with the balloons. It was cool. It was very cool. Floating with the Mylar balloons. You know, one thing about it, keep your Mylar balloons inside because they mess up power lines and they don't, you know, they never deteriorate. Uh, and then we have Ted back at work. I don't know, we first, uh, we have, uh, the, uh, yeah, we have Ted back at work and Skylar returns, uh, and then Walt's giving a test. He's like, hey, phone's off. And I'm like, hey, dumbass, it's your phone. And then what does it say? Pipes. Let me look here. Oh, pipes. Walt, Walt says, oh, I think it was the pipes. Sorry, not a phone ringing. He goes, eyes on your papers, everybody. And they think he checks his phone, and the text uh, says, uh, uh, Poyos, uh, Poyos Hermanos or something. And then he gets into it with the man, and she's like, oh, no, I'm the manager. You're thinking of the owner, because he's like, you know, I want to see the manager. She's like, I'm the manager, jerk. And... Uh, and he goes, oh, and she goes, oh, this Mr. Gustavo, he owns all the Polio Serranos. He's not around. He's got like 14 restaurants in multiple states. He could be anywhere. And she, he's like, well, give me his number. She's like, what are you, crazy? He's my boss. I'm not giving you his number. And then Walt goes to leave, and this guy grabs his arm. He goes, "This go be at this truck stop in an hour. Uh, he goes, $1.2 million for 38 pounds, uh, exit 13, truck stop. And Walt's like, well, he goes, you in or you out? And Walt says, in. But, you know, can I have some more time? He goes, one hour. And if not, you know, don't ever. And Walt goes, you know, running. And Walt's like, uh. Calling Jesse. Jesse won't pick up the phone. He runs like a loon. Knocks on Jesse's door. Bangs on it. Skylar calls on the phone. Walt goes in the back door. He picks up a, I put gremlin, but I think it's a gargoyle statue and opens Jesse's door with that. Which was, you know, very, I said, oh, is that a gremlin? I said, oh, no, it's called a gargoyle gargoyle statue in Jesse's backyard. I guess Jesse likes to smoke and look at the gargoyle and say, oh, gargoyle. Maybe he talk, you know, maybe he talks to the gargoyle. And Walt runs in and he said, Jesse, what the heck's going on? And Jesse's like, we had a, uh, too many balloons. And uh, Walt's like, where's the product? And Jesse's like, in the kitchen. And Walt grabs everything. He he does a little bit less uh, spillage than Walter Blanco. He, but he dumps the trash, fills the trash. He gets a text, the baby's here. Walt's like, no, no. He gets so he gets so upset about it. And then he, he kind of looks like a mad Santa, like a Santa of madness. Because he grabs this, he has this 38 pounds of meth in a garbage bag. He hefts it over his shoulder. And he just has this wild look on his face because he's in such a hurry. And, and remember the first time I watched it, again, I used the word frantic like we did in Colombia because it's just so frantic. And it's like, is he going to make it or not? And what are, you know, and we'll have to wait till next week to find out. So, but it was entertaining watching him. I said, uh, 
I wouldn't want him bringing my kids presents, you know, Walter Blanco or Walter White. But I'll tell you, you know, he's definitely on the naughty list for sure. So that's it with uh, the Breaking Bad run-through. All right, so here we are. We're doing a red pen run-through here for uh, whatever episode we were watching. I don't know. Uh, it starts out with Gordo. He's got an HCS shirt on. It's also Dawn, just like it was in Breaking Bad. And he says, Q, Q, uh, Q-U-I-U-B-O. I don't know how to pronounce it yet, but that means what's up. And then he says, in tone says, uh, so, uh, bronce, hermano. So open yourselves, brother. What's up, brother? I think is what he means. And then he says, que esta trabajando, trabajando, see, if you're working on, or I'm working on, uh, this one I, I miswrote it or misspelled it, uh, estos malparios is what I wrote, which doesn't translate, but I think it means I got a bad feeling about this, uh, Scooter's trying to, you know, learn words, uh, estos malparios, I got a bad feeling about this. Uh, refuse, refuesos, uh, don't know, refusal maybe. Uh, how about this one? This is always useful if you're going to be going camping or you're, you know, you're getting something for Christmas and you don't, you don't want your parents to waste their money. I tell you what, you know what you do? You hagale P.S. Pues. And, you know, you do that to Santa. You ask for batteries. Hagale P.S. Pues, according to Google Translate, is ask for batteries. I don't think that's really what it meant. Asunto business. Why don't you mind your own business and leave Santa out of this and your batteries? Well, Christmas means batteries. I'm just telling you the facts. Uh, pero la cosas, but things. Uh, pero la cosas, but things. No se opera. 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 Are not operating. Uh, paciente nuestro. No idea. Paciente hour. Adelante, ahead. Yeah, Christmas is ahead of us, and we want to stay ahead of the battery, you know, big battery glut. Oh, I haven't heard about the battery glut. Well, I just made it up, but it sounds good, battery glut. Sounds like something, you know, somebody on, uh, well, you know, MFNBC would say. And so, baby, we got the upcoming, you know, stuff will be streaming. We'll be, we'll talk. We'll be, when we come back from break, we'll be talking about getting bullish on batteries because of the upcoming battery glut. Scooter, Scooter's here talking about why he's bullish on batteries. This will be an alternative universe where I'm a, uh, you know, say I'm not the motley fool. I'm just the fool, you know. But uh, they said they couldn't get the motley fools. They said, just get us the fool, the podcast fool. Yeah, but I don't have a financial podcast. I'm just a fo- I have a foolish podcast. But yeah, but I'm here to talk about the battery glut, Bob, and it lost my spot. Uh, Preguntar, Bob, ask me any questions about the battery glut you got. Cotorces mensajes. You think in uno de los tres cotorces quinces dieces fourteen? Fourteen posts, Bob, about the battery glut already on my blog post where I was diciendo, uh, I was saying, Seros, uh, uh, there'll be zeros batteries in, during the battery glut available. So you need to buy a, go out there, go and get some batteries. 
uh, Usted era al duro. You were the hard one, Scooter. You you were the hard, we're predicting the hard battery glut, not a soft, slow battery glut. Right, minimo, you need about uh, 10 packs of chargeless batteries, you know, chargeable batteries at a minimo, minimum. Hey, Scooter, by the way, did, I heard you got a new sponsor who's sponsoring your appearances here on um, MFNBC. Yeah, it's uh, Dur- Duracell. Would would you believe it? Duracell is helping me predict the a possible battery. What the people at Duracell? They don't necessarily believe in the battery. But they just believe in preparing. In case you know, they want me to get the word out about preparing for the upcoming battery glut, just in case you know there is one. You know, because then you could say Pero yo llego hasta aquí. But I got here. I got a shitload of batteries here. Pero yo llego hasta aquí. And what if batteries become the currency? You know, I've thought about that. I really like reading a lot of posts. I read uh, Station, what was that, Station 17? What was that, that wonderful book? Uh, I think it was Station 17 or Station 19. That was a nice one. But uh, you know what you know, I was talking earlier? Oh, no, I was recently talking about how cute I think boars are. And, you know, Pone, Pone la jeta, you know, who put, puts the snout first? I do. Boar snout, I put it first on my kiss list. Uh, uh, pone la jeta, I put the snout first if I had a pet boar, which I do not. But I'll tell you what, you don't believe in this battery, you don't believe in the cuteness of boars. Bahar uh, del Bus, go out on the bus and, and rub, rub, rub arms with the people. And you won't hear one word about the battery glut or the cuteness of boars when you're out there. And this is going to give you such an edge because you'll be ahead of the curve in both the boar, you know, boar uh, demand, which will cause the glut, and the general, you know, the battery, great battery shortage of late 2015 or whenever you're hearing this. I'm just telling you, Wigame, listen to me. Because uh, estos juntos, we're all in this together. If we can't have Christmas toys with motion, what are we going to do? I just want you to take care. Take care of your battery needs, please. Duracell and the Duracell family want you to say, take care of your battery needs. Now, you might remember when Walt said this, but, you know, a lot of people will say it on Christmas this year. Tuvimos una pequeño revés. We had a little setback. We didn't buy batteries. Tuvimos un pequeño revés. We had a little setback. And, you know, expandir no significa descudecarse. We expanded significantly, but it was overlooked. Buenos ya. Yeah, niños, por favor, uh, as well as children, please. And Solid said that to calm down, Walt and Jose. But, uh, you know, your children are going to not be pleased if they don't have batteries come Christmas Day. And you know what the children will be like? K, Crian, K, S, S, They believe this is, you want me to believe this? Is this, is it? No batteries at Christmas? Uh, yeah, vamos a hablar. We will talk batteries here live on the battery hour here at MFNBC. Duracell battery hour before batteries before the bell with Bob. Uh, and you know, you say, geez, why, what are you wearing here? Is your, is the talking head about the, uh, 
Did you say you wanted to talk about boars? I did want to talk about the cuteness of boars real quick. You know, me and the Boar Count, United Boar Council. You know, we put together our heads and we're here, you know, on behalf of, uh, uh, well, I'm the only one on the Boar Council right now. But you know what? I like to cute cuyado and que escamo a mi gusta. Yeah, I like camo, but I'm going to take it off right now so you can see me. So, yeah, I'm wearing, I usually like to wear camouflage when I'm going bear watch or uh, boar watching, which is extremely boring, watching for boars, w- waiting for them. And then even when you see them, they're just kind of, you know, I've never seen them do like the truffles shuffle or whatever, where they look for truffles. Uh, la mayor de las cosas, like most things that I do is it is and I know someone out there is saying ustedes dos distribuendo la mercancia son un rotundo and saying you two are disturbing and resounding uh, merchant something and I would say hey what about this uh, fr- fr- fracaso punto what's the failure point for cuteness of boars uh uh, probably their board like scent, you know, so we, we, we're working here with Descente for proper, uh, boar, we call it boar, boar odorant, uh, uh, deodorant for boars, uh, Descente, a proper one, uh, because Quesepa, you know, uh, a stinky boar is, is, you know, not going to be deemed cute, even if it's cute. And we're looking for a perfil, a profile, a scent profile, a scent perfil. Uh, you know, that, that, that suits the boars and so, suits the boar, future boar lovers of, you know, future friends of boars. Uh, but do you mind if I change the sujeto, the subject, back to the battery glut, the upcoming battery glut? Buy your batteries now. You know, before a great battery rush of late 2015. Uh, you know, you know, I like to say you know a lot on this, a repetitive phrase I overuse. Sabesque. That's in Spanish. If I could manage to say it in Spanish, maybe I'd stop saying it in English. Sabes que. You know, another way to say it is conoces. Uh, vendes drogas. You know, the only uh, drogas I vende, sell, is uh, joy, by battery power joy. So we get your batteries. Pagas, pagas and efectivo. Pay by cash, credit, check. Uh, just get them soon. And those people that are like me, they need a reunion uh, many, many times a week, a meeting, you know. We know it's always a battery glut in our minds, but this could be a real one. So, uh, listo, clever. I think that just means be ready, but listo, according to here, is uh, clever. Uh, but don't forget to sale, say goodbye to Combo as he goes away. Parallel, I may say, for this table will always be here, you know, for batteries. And what about Los Bolios Hermanos, the chicken brothers? Well, you know, they love chickens more than they love boars. But chickens can, if chickens can be cute, boars can be cute too, as long as we get them smelling good. Uh, PDF, go ask me for something. Uh, make sure it's about boars or batteries. Uh, Don Dole, I'm giving. Atras back to my community by, uh, you know, trying to spread the word here. Uh, egal be er, er, temprano, be early, but egal be equal. 
uh, get an equal, I wouldn't get an equal, equal amount of double uh, A AA and triple A. Get more double A's. And if you're going to buy a uh, rechargeable one, just get spacers. Don't worry about C's and D's. Just get spacers and double uh, A and triple uh, A's. Uh, don't buy DNC batteries uh, unless you're buying disposals. And then buy lots more, lots and lots more. Haga uh, mola, do mosla. We don't know what that means. Es un buena fecha. It's a good date to buy batteries. Any date is a good date. Es una buena fecha. You know, take it. Go by carro or go by bus uh, to get your batteries. And you know, when you're done, uh, tahada. Have a slice of cake to celebrate. Tahada. Uh, chow. But not chow, because we still got to talk more. Agam, agalmos. I don't know what that means. Uh, I'll go something, though. Something I want to tell you. I'm just telling you this because I care. That's Dolly. Get out there and do it. Kiss a boar. Buy some batteries. Do it now. Vamos. Come on. Uh, because esto es un detalle muy. Uh, this is a very wasted moment if you don't. Muy bonito de verdad. It's really nice of you. I know it is to tell you all these things. Uh, suavecito. I don't know what that means. A little smooth, I think. A little, little suave. Uh, then, uh, then, and this, this would be back on uh, the show because they just want me to be a talking head. Uh, uh, Denos, give us one tip about batteries. Well, I tell you, the more the better. And how do you know about this battery cup? Well, uh, a pa- parasio, a man appeared to me. A battery man, a battery man, a glowing battery man. Sueto, the subject was batteries, upcoming battery glut. And I had some agua con gas before I went to bed, some uh, bubbly water. And I asked uh, the battery man, I said, what should I do? He said, buy a asumesa, go to your table. And I went to my table, and there was a battery and a battery charge. So I said, I asked him. Uh, I asked him, why are you here? He says, to, to, to tell you something. And I said, what? And then someone said, uh, uno nunca debe confiar en una drogacito. But I think they were talking about the nonsense, because that's one should never trust a junkie. But I say, vino la gente a tu dad, que say, take care. People came, and the batteries came in a box, you know. Uh, all nos vemos, all we are. I think they used to say that on uh, Battlestar Galactic. I think that was the saying, uh, all nos vemos, all we are. Nobody so shall, so say we all. I think it wasn't all we are, it was so say we all. Uh, so maybe uh, they they would uh, he'd throw me the captain, commander, hmm, I can't remember his name. He would say, Seller, get out of my office. And I would say, go ahead, Garante, call the manager over, I dare you. Because I am the one who knows about the battery glitch. And then he would say, why didn't you wear a corbata to this meeting, a necktie? Well, I'd say, say what, disperense, wake up, man. Wake up and be ready for the glut. Okay, so that was the, the language learning part. I didn't, I got into the zone there. So I didn't check what we have here on our um, red pen run through. Uh, when they meet with a doctor, there's only one doctor in Colombia versus two in the U.S., and the Colombian doctor's eyes are really, really red and bloodshot. 
I think one of the doctor's names was Corano. Uh, Dr. Corano, I have written here. Uh, 17 kilos, I have. Uh, again, I talked about how much be- beautiful natural light there was in the Los Polios Hermanos restaurant because of their huge two-story windows. And the chicken, the dancing chicken, had a Mexico flag and shirt on. So I don't know if it was a Mexican chain that had worked its way into Colombia. Uh, suavecito. Oh, when Saul's on the off on his phone, well, uh, with while he's ser- he was searching his office while he's talking on the phone, I didn't feel he's looking for a bug or something. But he seemed to be looking for something. He does a lot of walking and talking. Both Sauls do. But Saul Bueno even more. He's very emotive. And at one point he leans on a a bronze or brass dolphin statue in his office. And I said, you know, more brass or gold, a dolphin statue. I don't know if that's his, uh, his, what do you call it, belief system, his faith, his dolphins. But, you know, I wouldn't doubt it. I'm sure Saul can make a good pitch on dolphins as a higher power. Uh, again, I had to comment on the ca- the quality of the casting here and metastasis of the uh, uh, actor who played Gustavo. The guy's so mild-mannered and unassuming and plain, but looking kindly and warm and just like a nice guy. I really can't wait to see this unfold. Uh, uh, just such a, and, and different than, than the... But 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 similar, like the same qualities, but in a different. Oh, I can't wait! And then the one other is that the meth, the blue meth, when Walt goes to get it, is very very blue in Colombia. It looked like uh, a color of blue Legos I had never seen. But I said, "Geez, those would be an interesting color for you know." I guess they call it a crystal blue Legos, but almost too blue. Where I thought they were Legos. So that's the red pen language learning run through. Thank you. All right. And I want to say, start saying goodnight to some listeners. I want to say goodnight to uh, uh, Ben from Portland. Goodnight. Goodnight, uh, Geeky Girl Fern. Dagmar, goodnight. Shay Animal Hair, goodnight. Uh, Jason S., keep it running, buddy. Goodnight. Nat Man, goodnight. Thanks for those great questions. That great question. Kristen, good night. Justin, good night. Sai is sexy. Tiffany, good night. Happy Mom, good night. Carrie, thank you for the support. And a good night to you, Julie C. As always, good night. And that was a great broccoli pick. Good night. Adam P., sorry about last week, but I hope you're asleep now. Good night. Cordy Porty under the sea. Good night. Morgan M. under the sea. Oh, Morgan M.'s not under the sea. Cordy Porty was. Good night, Morgan M. Fan Sherbert, good night. It cracked me up. Allie C., good night. Ingrid, good night. Uh, yeah, go upstate. I just ran into somebody from Watertown, Ingrid. Kimberly, good night. Ben M., good night. Morgan, good night. Hannah, good night. Jenny Tips, good night. Punk Rockward, good night. Good, good knocks, knock titles. Good night, Joan. Good night, Dawn. Good night, Silvertone. December, good night. 
Julia R. Good night, Anna B. Good night. Kelly, good night. Vesna, sleep tight. Jim, good night. Good night, Julie G. Good night, Justin G. Good night, Adrienne. Good night, Adrienne. Good night, Cammy. Good night, Janet. Good night, Alexandra. Good night, Melissa. Good night, Meg. Summer, good night. Aaron, Cole, good night. Paul, good night. And Audrey D., good night. And thank you for your iTunes reviews. Uh, if you want to review us, it's uh, sleepwithmepodcast.com slash iTunes. And I want to thank, uh, I think again, but just in case, uh, F. Kalio, 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 AFK Kalio, who says we do what we claim and put you to sleep. I want to thank Apartal. I want to thank Apartal. Apartal? Apartal. Who says, I uh, love it. Lexi Sword says, maybe we're the best podcast all time, but maybe, which is right. It just depends. Uh, good night. Uh, you know, there is no best, but, you know, there's just best podcast for situations. Thank you, Lexi Sword, who says we're amazing, boring, and nonsensical. I want to say good night to J. Frederick Har- J. Frederick Harrison, who never leaves reviews. But for J. Frederick, it works like a charm. And you, you know, he's saying good night, but if you put J. in front of everything, it says it sounds much more uh, uh, higher end. Like J. Good night to you. Uh, highly recommended. A brain bot from Callan number seventeen. Good night. Who says it's great? Uh, Gigabath, who says it sounds like a brain bot, not a rebellious brain bot. Who says, hey, I don't want to be just a brain-numbered brain bot. I want to be Gigabath, the brain bot that named itself. And Gigabath says it's uh, funny and endearing. Sly, I like being called Sly, and Gigabeth loves Breaking Bad and Metastasis, and also had a dream about Brian Cranston. Good night, Brian. Good night, Gigabeth. Uh, uh, 80s3QU3. That uh, sounds like a brain bot with a little self-esteem, the poor little thing. Or maybe it's a brain bot that, you know, damages self-esteem. But it still works. It's the only thing that puts that brain bot to sleep. Who This person was skeptical, too. Uh, but they tried everything, and it could call us a magic bullet. Wow, that's nice. Thank you. Good night. And they're spreading the word. Thank you, little brain bot. PMO13, thank you. Good night. Who says thank you for helping? Incoherent babbling. Thank you. I'm signing. Signing good night. Our lover triple seven loves their boyfriend. They love our uh, this podcast in game. You know, triple sevens. I think it's a gambling term. Good night, our lover. But our lover sounds like they've been through a lot, so I'm happy to help. Uh, Madam Taxi who hearts the podcast and is hooked. About time there was a Madam of Taxis. You know, was she's uh, Jash Tond. That sounds like some sort of uh, a good character for some, you know, call, call on Jastond. He's going to be our new hero. Thank you and good night. Imagine's a little gnome. 
of sleeplessness wandering through the lush meadow of my mind. Or, you know, wading through the story swamp of my mind. And pony up 1980, never noticed a gaping hole in their life till they found this podcast. And that's Leia, stream across, who loves their stream of thoughts, consciousness, and odd ramblings. And thanks for the service. Well, thank you for the thank you. Uh, and I'd like to pony up as many thank yous as I can. And I wish everyone good night, okay? Thank you.